0: It's Friday morning or Friday afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this. Hi, you little cutie patooties. It is me, Nikki Britton. You're listening to Mates Talking About Stuff. I'm joined by the divine, the exquisite Harley Brain. Hey, little mate.
1: Oh, hello, Nikki Britton. And um, I, I hear it on good authority that you're over in the People's Republic of Western Australia. And how are you finding?
0: Um, look, do you know what I love about this state you really can't lock it down to anything. You can't be like, oh, yeah, that's the outback, or oh, yeah, that's whale sharks and a beautiful coastline. It's all of those things. I- is yes. it, you know, is it hippies in Fremantle making their artisanal um, hand woven baskets? Or is it yes. a man screaming at us to get out of his town and stop shitting in his toilets? You know? Oh.
1: Where, which yeah. town was that? Please, please well, enlighten was, me. Which town? This
0: was this was Marvel Lock. Marvel Lock. Um, oh, yeah. there is no reason to be in Marvel Lock. I all Not. props to the nineteen people who live permanently in Marvel Lock. Um, yeah, I'm sure stop that they have their, in reasons. their toilets. Well, this was the thing. <laughs> we had been we were driving from Hyden, which is where Wave Rock is, if you know. So oh, yes, already. Yes. Like we're deep in the wheat belt of regional Western Australia. We're already a good two hours from Perth when we're in Haydn, like due east, so that's like inland, to get to Wave Rock. Then we were driving from Haydn, Wave Rock, to Kalgoorlie, which is another four. Oh, sorry, Haydn's like four hours from Perth. Then we were driving another four hours from Haydn to Kalgoorlie and most of this was red dirt, like a red dirt road. It was not even a sealed gravel asphalt road. And, and we also were-
1: just for the international listeners, Perth is about three decades from everything in the real world.
0: Yeah, yeah. three well. days drive from <laughs> anywhere else from any any anywhere with decent Wi-Fi I reckon is probably a good. yeah, yeah, yeah. at least three days drive from decent Wi-Fi. When, once you leave Perth, anyway. So we were at this point. We'd been driving for like two hours, red dirt roads. No, not even a roadhouse in sight. We were desperate for a piss. Uh, and we came across this tiny little town called Marvel Lock. And it was big enough to be on Google Maps, but we drove in, and there's kind of a few ramshackle places. Because it's so much mining and metal mining out here in Western Australia, everything's just made of corrugated iron. So it was like a corrugated iron pop up town that had been deserted because no one lived there anymore. That was the vibe. Uh, So we drove around to a few things. Usually there's a lovely little council toilet block. We looked for that. It wasn't there. Um, We went into the pub. uh, That that was locked up. No one was there. We kind of knocked on a few doors. No one was answering. Then we came across this town hall and the town hall's door was wide open. And there were no signs saying, don't come into our town hall. And we were all literally holding our crutches by now, like just desperate to not piss our pants. And we looked around and we called out. We said, hello, is anyone around? Can we use your bathroom? Hello, hello. We did everything we could. We tried to be very polite entering. Anyway, uh, no one answered and we had to piss. So we ran into this town hall with great care, delicacy and respect we took a little wee-wee in the toilets in this town hall.
1: Which is not a big deal, really. You wouldn't have
0: thought so. We wouldn't at have all. thought so. You wouldn't and have And there was so. sort of like a, a badminton net set up in the to- town hall and there was like a little kid's bike that had just been left in there. So we thought this is, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. community groups are using this, hopefully, you know. Anyway, also I weed in a toilet that had, I reckon, at least 150 dead flies at the bottom of the of the actual.
1: Good. Yeah. Nice.
0: So That's it nice. hadn't been flushed in a real long time. So as we're doing this, as we walk out of the town hall, there is a sign on the wall that says, smile, you're on camera. And Tor Snyder, one of the other comedians <laughs> on tour, and I sort of had a good look around this very, very, you know, sparse, like, cavernous town hall that had absolutely no evidence of a camera and we thought this might be a ruse. However, we are going to move along. Thank you for your hospitality. Then we can only assume this man had a motion sensor camera that would click on as soon as anyone went into his town hall with its door wide open. And he was stinging for a fight. His name was Stuart. How do I know that? Because his name was on the side of his truck. He's a professional dogger. Now, I was confused as to what a professional dogger is. Turns okay. out it's a mining thing. But I was like, I didn't know you could do that professionally. Fair play to you, sir.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> so we... We're walking out of the town hall as this four wheel drive just screeches yeah. around. There's a cloud of red dust as he pulls up next to us. He goes,
1: "What a what fucking are you? He was so.
0: It was more red in the face than Barnaby Joyce on a off on one. You know, like he was. He, there was a blood pressure problem in Stuart's body, not without a doubt. So what are you doing in my fucking town hall? And we said. Uh, oh, we, oh, sorry, we were just using the bathroom. We asked. We, we couldn't find anyone. He goes, you shitting in it? You fucking pissing and shitting in our town hall. And we said, we were just like, no, we just used it. It's it's okay. We'll all leave now. We're very sorry. Anyway, he goes, ah, oh, you all come in here, you're pissing and you're shitting. Anyway, then he drove off as fast as he'd arrived <laughs> and we all sort of stood dumbfounded and and like slowly started walking back to the car discussing you, how What? How did this man know we were there and what is a professional dogger and how, what's just happened? Anyway, we got back to the car which was like 100 metres down the road and he came back again, pulled up next to us at the cars and had another go, oh, the fucking miners are in here, they're pissing and they're shitting, they're leaving their shit all over the place, they're wiping. And I, at first in my head I thought he meant miners were children and I was like... Jeez, there's not much to do in this town, is there, when you're taking a recreational shit in the town hall, (laughs) you know? That's what it's come to for these kids. I can understand. That's why they've had to abandon their bikes in the town hall because they've had to shit and run. Anyway, um, he makes no sense. They could have got got away faster on the bike. Why am I giving getaway plans for children that don't (laughs) exist? Anyway. (laughs) Then we realised, oh, the miners. So, like... You know, it's a it's a town that obviously gets a lot of people coming through to work on the mines and they were pissing and shitting. Anyway, he was like, yeah, they do it in the town hall and then they do it in the street. These miners are coming, they're pissing and they're shitting in our street. And now, you know, fair play to Stuart. It's a terrible, That's that would be terrible. You don't want people just coming and pissing and shitting in your street. Um, But... I mean, you know, my aggressive no. life coach came out. You'd
1: rather them use the toilet in the you tunnel, would.
0: That is you know? precisely my point. What we could have done, Stuart, is pissed in your gutters and shit in your yards. Yeah. But what we chose to do was to go into your town hall that, with you know, anyone would assume was open to the public, given its very open door. And we have we've we've, we've done our business and we flushed that away. And I also took umbrage with the fact that he thought we were shitting all over the place. Now I've a, I've just done a number one, a tidy little number one, and if anything, I've helped clean up his town hall by flushing those flies away. Yeah. So I stood there as he was he was the the most aggressive, the most aggressive man I've ever seen, just absolutely stinging for a fight. And I stood there and I looked at him and I shook my head. I was just shaking my head no, and my brows were furrowed and I was just looking at him, so confused as to why he's accusing us of shitting everywhere. <laughs> what? And and he looked at me and he goes, "You." And I was like, "What?" What? He goes, "You, woman. You're shaking your head at me like like this doesn't." And I said, "No, we're not shitting, Stuart." And he didn't like that I addressed him by name. He said. I I said, no, we we didn't shit, Stuart. We didn't shit. And now I'm speaking on behalf of the other five comedians, explaining none of us have shit. Like the last time we ate breakfast and the last time we stopped, we all shit then. None of us have shit in your town. We flushed. It was just wheeze. And now I'm negotiating about toilet habits of the whole group with Stuart. I mean, honestly, guys, Marvel Lock, I can't tell you enough. If you're ever in regional WA... Please don't shit in that town. It's just not worth it. My lord.
1: Also, a town hall is is um, quite likely had state funding, right? Now, I, I assume none of you are uh, residents of the state of WA, or maybe Tor is is a resident. In fact,
0: one of us one of us was Tor Snyder was. Right.
1: So then, what's you're allowed to use it? You technically Tor owns it. Right, because it's a town hall. It's not a private <laughs> business. It's not run by Stuart. Exactly. He can go fuck himself. My God, I wish I was there. I would have absolutely oh, yeah. not let him get halfway through the first rant before I whipped it out and went, well, this is where it's happening now, Stuart. This is what's happening. Well,
0: you know what was sad was the other absolute gentlemen on this trip uh, were like obviously ladies first, you and Tor. Tor is a lady. Um, You guys use the bathrooms first. So when Stuart first came in for his first spray, it was only Tor and I who were outside of the sort of community hall, town hall situation. So he's absolutely gone apeshit at two women. On the side of the road, lost his right. mind.
1: What a safe feeling that oh, must have been and, in Country WA. A
0: thing happened that I that other women will understand when I say we offered some self defence sass. It's not an aggression, right? But it is, and we kind of talked mm-hmm. about it afterwards. When a man comes at you that hot, we don't we we are going to stand our ground, and the man needs to walk away mm. first. As a modern woman, you're like, look. When a man is, like, absolutely arcing up and being very physically aggressive, we don't have a lot of, you know, there's not a lot we can come back with except to stand our ground and just sort of go a bit matron and just be like, no, yes. you won't come at me like that. And yeah, he needs a dressing down. down. Well, it's
1: probably what he didn't have in his upbringing. Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, he needs, he needs a bit of a mother figure to just go, shoot And so the the, the problem
0: was when he came back the second time. Tor and I were already a little bit peaky. We had a bit of adrenaline running through the bones, through Mm. through the probably the veins, not the bones. Adrenaline doesn't run through bones. Wherever, just again, you you had a lot of adrenaline spilling over into the (laughs) marrow. Exactly, there was a lot of adrenaline (laughs) in the marrow. But we were the second time. Everyone as a group, we were standing around. What is a professional dogger? I don't know. Having a little chat, and when he came back, now the boys were there, and. I don't think, Stuart, despite his horrendous upbringing and no doubt overwhelming feelings of rage, that he would have got out of his truck and bashed a woman. But I reckon he was stinging for Mm. a fight enough that he could have got out of a truck and bashed a man. Yes. And so Tor and I were almost sort of the lionesses going, ah, 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 and the boys were like, get in the fucking van. (laughs) in the fucking van because he, if he swings a blow, we're copping it. Yeah. And Tor and I, it was a real kind of like, we're not backing down because we women are allowed to stand up for themselves, even though we were shooting it. And the boys were like, fucking get out of this town. Anyway, I just, if Stuart does listen to this podcast, so doubtful, so doubtful. But Stuart, if you are listening, it's
1: very doubtful that he even knows yeah, what a I podcast don't is. He's, I
0: don't think, I, I yeah. mean, Honestly, there was so much steam coming out of his ears. I don't think he'd be able to put ear, ear pods in or kind of even <laughs> headphones. Really, they just explode <laughs> off his face. But yeah. if you are um, deeply, genuinely from a a place a place of love and care, get out of that town. Get out. There is a better life for you waiting somewhere, Stuart. Get out! You don't have to deal with minus yeah. shit anymore. Get this whole this whole cities. You could you move away. There's 19 people. Move.
1: Or as as just a somebody who's only hearing this story for the first time, just, just as a little bit um, more. Um, A suggestion, really, and some advice. If you do have a problem with people rolling through your town and shitting in your toilets, maybe lock the fucking door. I don't know. I mean, it's a crazy idea, but I reckon shut and lock the door. No one can use them.
0: There are are so many steps to this story where Stuart could have chosen peace, (laughs) but he chose problems. I I mean, probably setting up. up, up, Probably setting up a motion sensor (laughs) cap. We
1: we did so well thus far with the absolute shocking delay that we're both working with. <laughs> Which, if you're listening and you're thinking, "Geez, Harley doesn't have much in this fucking story," it's because we're we're, we're separated by one of the biggest continents in the world uh, and the worst uh, national broadband, broadband network uh, that exists anywhere in the in the free world. <laughs> Mate, I just drove past an NBN car that had its bonnet popped up and smoke coming out with RSCV there. I was like, well, that says it all, doesn't it? It really just says it all. Uh, Nikki Britton, I just have to say, as somebody who grew up in regional Australia, and I want to say this to everyone listening, both people from the inner city and regional Australia, that not everybody in regional centres are like Stuart.
0: Oh, no. Absolutely not. However,
1: there seems to be quite a disproportionate disproportionate amount of hothead men in regional towns that think they fucking own the place. Well, unless you are an Aboriginal Australian that's living on country, you fucking never owned Mm. it. Shut the fuck up and have a little bit of nicety or decency about yourself Um, because, like I said, I think vast majority of regional Australia is a welcoming place. It's just that these kind of hotheads um, are the ones that get the press. And I had a similar experience in Western Australia many, many years Mm. ago, maybe 15 years ago. Same thing. We rolled into this place about uh, an hour and a half, two hours out of Perth and it was a pub and we were like, let's stop and get a beer. And we've jumped out of the tour van and a bloke sitting over in the beer garden yelled at us, he goes, don't hit my car. And I was like, Oh, okay, champ, like just what? And he's like, What? Do you call me champ? Righto, and come storming over to have a fight with mm. me. And we just arrived. I was like, What's happened here? Mm. And he goes, You hit my car. I said, With what? And he went, Your car door. I went, It's a sliding van door. <laughs> it would be impossible for me to have hit your car. But then. Faced with actual facts, he still yep. didn't take his foot off the pedal of his yep. anger and his aggression. He was like, "Now nah, fuck you. I was like, oh, okay, so now for what? For just existing, <laughs> I guess, for just being here. <laughs> it's a general call out to men, really. Just like when you're feeling rage, just breathe and maybe don't speak for 10 minutes. Mm. Yeah. You know, if you if you if you if you're prone to having a go at people who've just rolled through town and just needed to wee in a modern plumbing system, which is exactly what it was designed for, maybe just do a lap and they'll be gone by the time you get yeah, back to it.
0: Absolutely, I mean, great words again, Stuart. If you are listening, um, <laughs> it should be said. Every crowd we've had has been absolutely amazing. They're up for it. They're joyful. They're full of love of and welcome. So, you know, this you don't want. I'm certainly not tarnishing the entirety of regional Western Australia with this brush, but honestly, yeah. like you can see why men, there are mental health issues, particularly in in men in yes. the communities out here, because that's your only outlet. Like you can't, you know, you can't have a skip yeah. down the street and sing at some show tunes. That's the exactly toilet. right. That is the only, in his yeah. mind, this is that's the it. only justifiable place that he can place all the feelings he has. All of them, good, bad, any indifferent.
1: And you know what, Nikki, I'd go as far as saying as that man is not from Marvelock. I don't think that that's where he was born and bred. I reckon he's from the inner city and <laughs> made some bad choices. He's found himself there and he's pretty fucking angry with everybody
0: but himself. Well, he, he did say a couple of times there are 19 people who live here, 19 people, and I thought, have you, have you created any of those? Like I feel like that's you and a very tired wife who have had 17 children or something. Like (laughs) the sense that he gave of the ownership of this area. But then in the same, like at the exact same time, Marvel Lock would not be on the map if not for the mine where these miners are working. I mean, with the greatest of love and respect, I'm sure throughout time there's been another reason why it's on the map and certainly Indigenous significance, I'm sure, but... Brother, you are angry at the people who, you know, understandably are shitting in your streets, which is not ideal. But you're angry at the very people who are <laughs> keeping your town afloat. There's got, there's just got to be a better system. <laughs> they shit, you yell. Come on,
1: um, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this wonderful podcast. This is an abrupt change from me and Nikki talking, and uh, or Nikki and I talking. I should say I was brought up correctly and speak good English. Uh, Niggy has had some technical difficulties um, and we can't explain them and we've tried to fix them. And so we are ending today's podcast with just my voice to let you know that it's just a slightly shorter one. It's a, ever so slightly shorter and it's because it's for a good reason. Nikki, uh is getting work and she's touring around the country. I'm getting work and I'm touring around the country and it makes things like this slightly more difficult. But as always, it's been a pleasure delivering stuff your ear holes i hope you enjoy it we'll be back bigger and better uh on monday possibly still without vicky anyway bye bye